I'm Corey Crenshaw. I'm Richie Suave Flores. And this is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. Live on the Hockey Podcast Network. Here's, here's my next question related to mustard. Um, when you guys eat hot dogs, what is your condiment? What are your condiments of choice? Because I personally, I will only eat mustard and relish on my hot dogs, on my brats, anything like that. I'm very picky about it. I'm like a like most like Corey and I know some people from Chicago, and that's how they they're very very keen on only doing mustard on their hot dogs and brats and i'm the same way a purist mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, same for me. I don't fucking care i worked in baseball and got <laughs> made fun of every single time i would eat my hot dogs with my ketchup on it no way i'm putting fucking relish or hot or uh mustard on anything I don't I like, like either spicy brown mustard. If I if there's an option for spicy brown mustard nice. and relish, I'm taking a swan dive in that hot dog. Um, but at the minimum, just regular mustard and relish. Dude, I don't give a fuck what goes on. <laughs> just just everything. You, you're possible. supposed to eat it. Like I, uh, chili and cheese. Like right? if if yeah, like if I'm at home and I'm procuring this hot dog, I will put onions and relish and mustard i don't give a fuck it's got barbecue sauce i don't maybe if it was grilled maybe a little ketchup every now and then cheese on that bad boy chili on that bad boy like i'm gonna eat this thing with a fucking fork like i'll probably put it in a bowl and not even that's eat some it. southern shit right there like the hot dog's just an accessory it's just there yeah, yeah, yeah. it's more or less like i'm making like a frito pie but just for hot dogs mm. yeah <laughs> I respect it. So, in other well, words, the hot dog is the condiment. Oh, yeah, 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 I think the hot dog is more of the condiment than anything. I'm more excited to make the chili and throw the hot dog in it. You know, like <laughs> it's not hot, five you know? pounds. That's how I feel. Like, and then the ne- the next question related to hot dogs is: Are hot dogs sandwiches? Um, I say yes, obviously. Yes. Duh. It's between two pieces of bread. Even if yeah. the breads are fused together. And how many times have the breads been fucked when you're going overload? <laughs> exactly. You, you gotta clamp it. You gotta fucking the get bread the is never sealed together. Done. Especially especially like if you're making it like me and putting like more than two condiments, that you're over you overweighted the bun and therefore it rips. So now you're basically you have a sandwich. Yep. That's my argument every time. It's I like them even more now. Quite <laughs> but it's cereal soup. Cereal soup. <laughs> I've heard this one before. Oh man, I've never heard of this. This. Is, oh my gosh, that's an interesting one. Richie has uh, told me before about someone putting their milk in before their cereal. That disturbed me. It no, that, that's me. such a college. That's that's like college survival. Call the cops. So if you do that, then you can eat as many bowls as you want, but you're actually like. It's like the counting calories of cereal, right? So you can have like six bowls, but you're not tackling an entire box. 
is what I see. Is like you're actually getting like instead of like uh, a tall boy beer, you're getting like the shot version of a cereal. So you just pour a little bit on top, eat it. Pour a little bit more on top, eat it. So you see, you could keep rebounding as far as like instead of like all right, this is like an, a, a quarter of this box in the bowl. Eat it. Fuck, I'm gonna eat more. Here goes a like now I'm down half a box. Whereas I can have maybe six, like you know, Weight Watcher style. It, I don't know. Maybe it make it feel better. You know, like so I've done box, one serving. The is science a cup, of so. this is amazing. Right, that's some college shit, like preserve, you know. It's like maybe if I go back and I get thirds, my brain's gonna think I'm being hella big right now, and it's gonna stop me from wanting to eat more, therefore preserving the life of the box of the cereal because I'm broke as fuck. Dumble. I think it, I think it's more or less. You know what? You know when you do that. This is the scenario when you know you're low on milk, so you're trying to like distribute the milk to cereal ratio. So you put milk first, so you know where you're, you, you know where the line you can't cross. Whereas if you put the cereal first and then you put the fucking milk, and it's like barely, it's like a shallow kiddie pool, then you're just eating like a semi-wet, dry cereal, and the bottom is more like a fucking. It turns to like oatmeal. So that's a good. I, I guess that's a good point. Like put off a Friday. First, yeah, yeah. When you ever try cereal with water? It's fucking gross. <laughs> I've done it. It's terrible because I was dumb enough to pour the shit before checking for milk. That was horrible. <laughs> that was that was the best three minutes of podcasting on the in the history of the hockey podcast network, right there, ladies and gentlemen. That's why we wanted to do this episode with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least some of you guys have seen that episode of, or not episode, sorry, the yeah, movie Friday. Friday. Yeah, Benders knows what Smoked I'm talking about. a lot about. of so, weed yeah, growing he, up. He fucking pours in the cereal, and then he goes to pour the milk, and it's just... And he's like, yeah, he had a respectable bowl, too. Like, it was like... <laughs> That's a big... Three-fourths of a... It was a definite, like, a salad bowl for, like, the entire family. Like, <laughs> 70s, like, it goes, you know, on... It's, I, I don't know, it, it's like the... It's the big Tupperware bowl. Yeah, the centerpiece of the table... Giant salad bowl. Yeah, you filled an entire box and have no fucking milk. At that point, you take the box and you put the cereal back in it. I can try again another day. <laughs> oh man! At least there was no shellfish in it. That still is disturb. Oh. disturbs me. That that never got resolved. They <laughs> never said so anything about it. It just dropped off the face of the planet. Like, what happened? Are they going to make General sure Mills that... General Mills had to cover that up like fucking golf covers up. <laughs> like Monsanto. They monsanto that shit. They're like, nah, we're paying them off. All right, so here's, here's what's fuck fucking is. weird, right? So, like, down here, if you go to, like, a Bromart or a Winn-Dixie, right? Sounds super solid. It's got the word Dixie in it. We sell, like, the, the, the fucking dried uh, shrimp. So like when I saw it, I was like, maybe it's someone from the south and they poured the shrimp in it, because that is, like, you see that shit on the aisles. Like, it's not on an aisle like by the cereal or whatever, or, you know, like condiments. It's on the checkout thing. There's like little, like instead of like the chip packets with like the, you know, going up and down with different types of chips. It's uh, it's like dry particle shrimp that's like the size of like a Lucky Charms marshmallow. So, 
when I saw it, I was disgusted, but I was like, I bet you that's someone from the South that just threw in a couple of fucking, fucking freeze dried shrimp in there. Do you guys do the same thing every time you have cereal now? Because I, I, uh, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is one of my favorite cereals. I eat it all the time. And I freak out every time I grab a box now. So, like, I am like a CSI investigator every time I get a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch now. And that's all I'll do is I'll just like, Search anytime I pour a bowl, I have to like search through the bowl I just poured to make sure there's nothing in there because it kind of freaks me out every time I pour a bowl. Now, like I've been scarred for life by that story. It's definitely it's definitely disgusting. (laughs) But Richie, yes, go on go on wish and get you one of those like gold mine sifters and pour the shit over it. (laughs) Right, pour the cereal over it. And just sift it, and you'll get all the roaches and fucking, you know, like, dried shrimp particles out of it. Wouldn't gonna, that get rid of all the cinnamon sugar, though? It's a risk. <laughs> um, so it's not so sweet, but I'm not eating fucking seafood this morning, you know, like. <laughs> Your cinnamon toast crunch with a side of roach in there, huh? It's ridiculous. Oh, all man. Right. Here's a random one. You guys like drink uh, pre-ground coffee, like the instant one, or like Folgers shit. Folgers, like you yeah. grab it, you scoop the shit up. Oh yeah. You Please know? don't ruin my coffee for me. Damn, it's it. too I'm late. So We're already down this oh, pathway. You dude, gotta get beans. I don't even drink coffee like this, but I tell all my friends, I'm like, you gotta get beans because apparently they can't like stop the roaches from falling in as it gets grinded. So there's like roach particles, but like basically the people that work at like the companies like that, get allergic to uh, coffee because of the roaches. A ro- roaches cause some type of like, um, I don't know, you can get allergic to it or some shit. So like, it's just constantly ground up in it. And pe- uh, I'm so sorry, y'all, but I saw this and I'm like, tell my wife this every time she makes coffee in the morning, I'm like, should definitely go beans first, I don't know. <laughs> So what you're saying is I'm getting a free protein with my coffee purchase. This is a win-win. It's like cereal. So like get your coffee, get your cereal, get what was it? Get your cinnamon toast crunch because we know that there's a a higher chance. It's like getting a fucking rare Pokemon card. Get cinnamon (laughs) toast crunch. There's a higher possibility of protein in that plus your coffee. You might be getting like two, three grams of fucking protein. You don't even know. I see no... I see no downside here. I don't see what the problem is. Corey is a big Corey, – Corey and I talk about coffee all the time on our show. And um, so I – and both of us are, are coffee enjoyers. And uh, I feel like both of us are, are going to change our coffee habits now. It's like locally grown coffee, shit only. But I'm grinding the beans now. <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> Uh, yeah, same, same. I have a, I have a, a bag, but I never, I never use it because I'm way too lazy, especially in the morning, to like pour it out, like scoop it, grind it. Mm-hmm. Too lazy. No, nope, and, I'm, and I'm too, I'm too bougie for a K cup system. So that's that's <laughs> where I'm at. You know, like I'm, I'm too lazy to do it myself, but then I'm also too proud to buy a Keurig or however it's pronounced. <laughs> So we've come to I, a crossroads. So I drink water. I in the feel morning. like that's an odd, like, like male thing because that's the thing. Like when Keurigs came out, like I got a Keurig and I was fine. And like I was particular about like some of the cups, but I wasn't particular about it. 
And then my fiance got really like, he's like, I just want to make my own coffee. And like every single night he's like, okay, I'm going to go make the coffee for the morning. Like it's his thing that he has to do. And he gets very pissy. Like if it's the Keurig one, it's not the same level as his brewing his own coffee in the morning. I love the word pissy. <laughs> pissy. <laughs> I had a woman and um, she was going, she was going to be a nurse practitioner in college and she would say that so much in class. And I, I sat next to her, we were like best friends. And she'd be like, ooh, they acted pissy today. And I'd fucking just fall out in my chair. They being pissy. We get the, the Kirkland brand pods down here. I don't give a fuck. Coffee's Kirkland. coffee. Like, that's just throw that bitch in the Keurig. Boom, bam, bam. Hit the button. Go fucking do whatever you got to do. Come back. The coffee's made for you. I got to get I the fuck out of here. Like, I got time to be worrying about who's making coffee. What about, what about your preference of how much creamer do you pour? Because I, I, I mm. cannot drink black coffee. Can't do it. Have to pour as much possible creamer in as possible. Like, I go, my Dutch Bros order is always, like, the sweetest, most, like, non-coffee drink imaginable it's barely you see coffee. how pale my skin is that's how pale his drinks are nice. <laughs> so it's more of a milk it's just yeah, like so you're drinking creamer up. with a dash of coffee inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, just enough caffeine for me so me and my buddy don at work we've actually talked about this of making just an absolute bonkers like off the rails podcast called the bitter coffee boys because everybody that drinks our coffee or has like looked at how we make coffee, they says it's, they say it's super bitter. So like if I go to Starbucks, I get like a cold brew and then like just a splash of sweet cream. So like I don't drink it just straight black like out the out the pot, but like it's it's not gonna be as white as my skin, but it's gonna be about the color of this bear right here chilling in this little flamingo. So it's gotta at least taste like coffee. It can't just be sugar covered in sugar, toasted with sugar. I'd say I rock maybe a three-fourths coffee to one-fourth um, milk product. That's a fair balance. What about sugar? Richie, do you put bad. sugar in there, too? If you make it at home, you put, like, six fucking cups of sugar? No, no, no. I just, just creamer. That's it. Richie's oh. got the fucking, um, his this, his favorite cereal brand um, creamer. You know what I'm talking about? Like, uh, I, yes, <laughs> I shit you not. Yes. Go get it. Go get it. I, I want to see I it. Have it. Knock it back. Knock on it. I don't have it in the fridge right now, but what is it? Is it cinnamon toast crunch? It is, isn't it's it? Close. It's close. It's Reese's. It's a cookie. Let me. I can show you. Is Hang it on. cookie crisp? Almost. Kind oh. of similar. It's 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 called oatmeal cookie. That's what it's called. Oh, it's okay. oatmeal okay. cookie. The oh the fucking the the foster home of cookies. <laughs> the redheaded stepchild of the cookies. Everyone pilfers through all the chocolate chip and shit, and they're like. Okay, so so you guys are oatmeal haters too. So this is actually a big thing at Coyotes. Like in the press box, there it well, at least there used to be. Um, basically, there was a bunch of cookies, and then they would have like peanut butter, chocolate chip, um, oatmeal raisin, all this stuff. And the ratio of chocolate chip was um, was not to uh, Paul Bissonnette's liking. He wanted there to be a lot more uh, chocolate chip in there than there was oatmeal raisin. And so he asked for that. And then um, Richie's roommate, my good friend Kat, had asked for that to be, like, not the case because we like the oatmeal raisin. And we didn't want our oatmeal raisin taken over by the chocolate chip. 
And so it's actually been a debate for a long time about the whether you should have more chocolate chip ratio and get rid of the oatmeal raisin ratio. That sounds like a gang war. Like, <laughs> Look, I'll like tell you, I'll tell you what. Because, uh, about to fuck. What are you doing? Oh, I know going. what you're talking about because when, we're, when we work the Saints games and we get stuck in the Bud Light zone for like four hours, uh, they give us free food, so shout out to them. But they, they put out these cookie platters, so every other game is something different, right? It's either you're going to get brownies one game and the next game it'll be cookies. And I'm a sugar cookie guy. I grew up allergic to chocolate. Fun fact. So I want the ratio of sugar cookie to be higher than the ratio of chocolate chip because chocolate chip has now become the standard cookie, whereas it should be at least sugar cookie. That's mine. I'll, I, I can eat an oatmeal raisin because I'd rather eat that than a fucking chocolate chip cookie any day of the week. I like sugar cookies more than chocolate chip, honestly. Yeah. So Chocolate I'm chip, gross. Just gross. I'm just what a are, cookie guy. I yeah, same. Cookies. I don't care. Yeah, if it's if it's a cookie, I'll eat it. I, I, yeah. Okay, uh, you like a dry cookie? You like a wet cookie? Give me the moistest cookie in the batch right now. Perfect. Perfect. Because if I'm it's dry... See, can we get a ticker how many times I can say the word moist and it actually has context? <laughs> <laughs> dry cookies are the fucking worst. Do you ever I mean, bite into moist a cookie? Counter. Like, you got cookies that you, you made at home, right? And they're off to the side. And you've been eyeballing them for the last couple of days. You're like, I'm going to catch you on the way back in from work. Don't worry, boo-boo, I got you. Right? And then you come back in, and, like, you forget about it. And then you wait maybe a day or two. And you circle back to those cookies. And you grab one, you take a bite, and it's, like, concrete. And you just, oh, no! And you were looking forward to that cookie so bad. And now you're just let down. No, because when Richie has cookies, it's because I've come over to his house and baked cookies, and then he eats them right afterwards because he didn't have to do anything for them. He just waited to eat them. <laughs> He's just sitting cookies there don't plotting. last in the, down here. Yeah, and you know what? I'm not going to have them for days. And any, every time Corey comes over and makes cookies, um, I eat approximately 70% of those cookies, too. What's the like, typical I, batch number? Um, like, so I'm okay. making them with Cat's Kid. So um, usually whatever we started with, usually it about doubles halfway through it because like she'll accidentally pour something too much or accidentally knock something over. So um, accidentally, she, she yeah, knows. She knows. There, there's probably a, ba- a batch of like 24 a lot of the time when I'm there, right, Richie? So, so there's six so. of us in this house. So when I say they've been sitting there for days, sure. it's because we make close to. 80? 80 oh, to yeah. 100 cookies in a sitting? Oh, you got a so. small business going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay. my, my wife and I, we have me, my Chips wife, we have my San son. <laughs> but we just, uh, we live in a, we've been saving to buy a house, right? So we bought a house recently. We're moving out at the end of this month. Uh, but we've been living with her parents. Mm-hmm. And then her aunt also moved in as well. So there's me, my wife. I'm not going to count starting with my pinky, Richie, by the way. Me, my wife, my son, <laughs> my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, and then my aunt-in-law. I'm not doing this either. Um, but my, there's six of us. <laughs> and we can take down some cookies like it's no one's business. So there's always at least two gallons of milk in the fridge. Always at least two gallons of milk in the fridge. And then there's a, I want to say it's about a 12, 
by six, if not like a 12 by eight. Yeah, it's probably more like a 12 by eight. 12 by eight container. It's a couple inches deep and it's just packed to the brim. And then we have cookies on like aluminum foil on the island in the kitchen. That's oh. a lot of cookies. Yeah, share some. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll uh, just I'll just heave it. Just fuck it. Next time, next time you you come to Arizona, um, when next time the sharks are in town, or maybe when the 49ers show up here right across the street for me and and play at State Farm Stadium, you're more than welcome to come to the abode and share some cookies with me if you'd like. It'd just be me walking around. Hey, there's no Richie. <laughs> I got the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Do you count with your pinky first? Uh, oh, you miss this? That's oh, a flex. That I've is been scarred for life for flex. this, by the way. Yeah. I've never forgotten. I, I'm going to try that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Corey, go go ahead. You remember this better than I do, but yes. Well, it, it's pretty simple. Like, he was counting on something that we were doing, and it was, like, on here like this, and he starts counting with his pinky. <laughs> One is this, maybe this, never this. What sort of communist school did you go to, Reggie? I remember the video you put out on Twitter. You were like, there are six different wings. And I'm like, hold on, pause, wait a minute. Three ones. There's he was like, he sends it to me. He was like, hey, I made a video. How do you like it? And I go, it's fine. And then like my fiance, that's like a little bit more vocal than I am with it. I go, it looks great, Richie, like good, like effort. He goes, why is his pinky up like that? And he took a screenshot and sent it to all of our friends and everything. And we're like, why? He's like, why is his pinky like that? It was a little strange. And I was like, yeah, no the one next really time does I see that. It, I'm going to have Carlo from Vegas Nightly Photoshop like a fucking teacup in your hand. And you're just going to be carrying around a teacup the entire time. <laughs> now we know why the hey, pinky's up. You know what? I'm cool with it if that means it's, the Suns are going to win in one, two, three, four games. All right? <laughs> Suns in four, baby. Were you an umpire, like, as a child? Yeah, he was, like, <laughs> six. It just, I just, I, I'm just more comfortable, like, like, doing that than I am doing this. I don't like doing that. It's weird. So See, I like I'm, a, I'm a thumb guy. Yeah. So, so you're the German three. Yeah, well, I'm, my family's from Germany, so that that would make sense is where it came from. Is Every time I saw my grandfather and my grandma and my dad, whenever they'd count, they'd start with the thumb. So I, I don't think I, I ever paid attention the way my, my great-grandparents counted. And that's just inherited behavior, though, and you realize it through, like, weird exchanges. <laughs> uh, so we're approaching almost an hour here. We should probably wrap up Ow. soon. Um, I know it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's fly through all these these extras we had. Yeah. Okay. We can do a rapid fire. Corey, quickly tell the story what happened to you at, at Pigeon Softball the other day. Oh, we're not going to be able to quickly talk about this. This is going to have to be a discussion. Give um, us the full so, length it deserves. So, I I was playing pigeon softball, and uh, we have a an Instagram account. I think it's at Pigeon Softball. You'll have to check on that, Richie, if you're if if I'm correct or not. Um, we actually do like post game interviews and everything because we're we're losers and we love to do that. But so That's we have a, like it's it's actually really cute. All of us coming from either like PR media, like we do it for profession, so we just decided to do it for like us. So we do like a whole post game interview whole thing. So um, we were 
in the middle of playing this team in like a new league. So we like knew nothing about them. And this guy, given this guy had um, the one dangly earring. Um, yes. I didn't realize that was still in fashion. But so he had, was on first base, had ran off of first base to go to second base. And as he was going there, he realized that the ball had basically been thrown to the shortstop too quickly and that he what that they're going to try and throw him out. So he kind of started to come back, but it was more kind of like a, Oh, he didn't think that we would actually throw him out. So he just kind of like skipped, I guess, kind of back to first base. Well, I'm standing there and I catch the ball and he's out. And so his teammates were like giving him a bunch of shit. Like, why didn't you actually try and go back to the bag, you know, and basically all of that. And he said, well, what am I supposed to do? I'm not just going to mow her over. She was in my way. She was in my lane. And so my response was, then mow me over, bud. You can hold your ground just as much as I can hold my ground. <laughs> and I'm saying this, no joke, like both my bosses um, at Coyotes are on that team. Uh, my parents were sitting there. And I, and I, so that's genuinely like just what I would say in that situation. I was just like, then mow me over, bud. Like I'm, you can hold your ground just as much as I can hold my ground. And, uh, he was, was very rattled by it. He got, um, really irritated and ended up like, basically, I can't remember what he said back at me, but then later when another guy was at first and we try to throw him out, he goes, well, at least he, she got out of the way for you. Uh, remember she can hold her own. He tried in slow pitch softball, throwing a ball at me while I was batting. <laughs> and then later he was at third and I, um, we had a double play. Like I threw from first to third and uh, he tripped over third base, hurt his ankles and got tagged out. And he was just bitching the whole entire game after that. And it was funny because um, a friend of mine that's on the team, her fiance played ASU hockey with my fiance. And she goes, I, I told the, uh, I told the batter that you were engaged to a hockey player. And I go, okay, I, I don't understand. And she goes, well, for a lot of people like, like us, like we just say, bud, it doesn't really mean anything. And she's like, but for, other people outside of the hockey world, when they hear a girl say bud to them, it's condescending. And I go, I call my fiance about like, I don't understand how this is a big problem. And she goes, well, it's because outside of this, it could come off as condescending. And with the way that the guy was acting the entire time, I definitely think he found it condescending. I wasn't trying to be an asshole, but I apparently was an asshole. I love it. It's beautiful. One more. Was he batting with his tiki torch from Charlottesville? <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking loser. Imagine doing this in slow pitch softball. I play recreational slow pitch softball out here. And like I chirp people from the fucking like everywhere all the time. And I call them bud all the fucking time. So I don't know. Maybe that maybe it is a hockey thing. And I've just go I've gotten so fucking like conjoined into the community that it's just part of the language. But I don't know. It sounds like he's got a, uh, he's got that fucking baby dick energy to him. So, I mean, I use, I say bud every day. Like, All it's a normal word. I don't see it as anything passive. But 
But I mentioned we would go over things for when you play him again, right? Yes. So in that type of situation, you should have extended your hand, right? Let me get, let me get in the frame, right? So, <laughs> so, so see this, right? This is what I, this is what me and my friends do, right? So it's like you're going in for a handshake or you know, a dap, but what you you come in like this, split second, boom, catch him with a knuckle, just, and then just go about your business. You will throw that dude off for the like the next fucking week. He's shook. Or if he's coming in for the pound, right? You go in for it. You just grasp, right? <laughs> you just, you just yeah. firmly grasp it. Just fucking, all right, dude. That's what's up. And just <laughs> you do it, but you 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 can't do it slow. I just did it slow so we could catch it. But you just and do then- it casually. Boom. And then just go about your fucking business. You will fuck like mind blown. And and when you're doing the handshake line right there, right? You do that and you're like, no. good game, bud. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like as a guy, you should go like and you're if you're a guy and you're doing that to another guy, and he's like, you know, completely in a situation that same guy, same as this guy, I feel like you should go slower. Just like very slowly grasp his hand. Mm-hmm. That's add some sensuality to it. Hire yeah. somebody to sit out in like behind left field fence, just sitting there with a saxophone waiting, and then just really, really spice up the moment. Bring a candle out there with you. Just make it. Just, just go to, just go to be like, dude, you really sat on that. Catch him, you know, like. Mm. Better luck next time, bud. Corey yeah, uses bud all the time. Like it's that's just part of her vocabulary. So like. If somebody said that to me, if a female said that to me, I'd be like, eh, cool. I mean, Hi, that's, that's just how we talk. Like, I think I've called Corey Bud before, too. Like, yeah, we it's, and well, and, and so, of course, like, Scotty's been making fun of me ever since then. So he's been, uh, like, literally, as we're, like, walking out the door today, he was like, let's go, Bud. Let's go. And I was just like, this is so funny, hilarious. And it, he's like, <laughs> it's different. He goes, when you call me Bud, he's like, oh, he, he's like, oh, you go, oh, thanks, Bud. And he's like, that's how you say to everyone else. He's like, when you say, well, then mow me over, bud. He's like, he's going to take it as you. He goes, enough to mention, if he would have actually mowed you over, you would have been pissed. And I was like, I probably would have taken him down. So what? Like, it's, I don't know why he was complaining. Don't get thrown that's out. Tag up. I got seeds on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> have you finished the entire watermelon yet? I got a... Uh... You got two pieces left. I oh, just come on. You this. can make it. Not bad. Not bad. All right. So I promised you guys I would come with some, and we'll wrap up the show. We'll wrap up the show with this, at, with some really random shit stories that we found. Now, I teased a couple on Twitter a couple weeks ago, but I don't think you guys are ready for some of the ones that I that I have here. Um, let's begin with the following story. Again, I got these from the Daily Star over in the UK, and they have some just really ridiculous stories that uh, are, are just perfect for this live stream to wrap it up. So let's begin with the annual testicle eating festival, hmm. which apparently is a thing. Wait, uh, whose testicles are being eaten? Let me finish the fucking story. <laughs> Sorry, it's the first question. To answer your question, the popular testicle festival has been marred by unscrupulous counterfeiters. The Calumet County Testicle Festival in Kaukauna, Wisconsin offers live music and an all-you-can-eat testicle-based menu. But one of the food stalls, Rocky and Tara's Nuthouse, 
revealed that the staff has been duped by counterfeiters who had passed around a number of fake $100 bills at their restaurant. I thought they were it was counterfeit uh, balls. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, just like... They oh, promised just, we, testicles, and there was, and they were fake testicles. And then I was about to be like, "Who's the testicle fondler that has to go and figure out that they're fake testicles?" Like, yeah, <laughs> no. Could you I, imagine I, there's a testicle connoisseur? He's like, "Wait a minute, these aren't testicles." He was grass fed. This is a ball fraud. <laughs> just storms out. Thinking like someone's taken, taken like the fat off of ribeyes, right, and just like grinding them down to, to make, like, I guess what the, a testicle consistency would be, frying it up as balls, you know. But te- I'll, whenever I hear someone bring up, like, fucking eating testicles, I think of the movie Funny Farm, if we all seen that. We all seen Funny Farm? I think it's called Funny Farm. It's old uh, Chevy Chase film, I believe. And he's, he's got, like, a derelict fucking piece of shit farm. And he goes into town, and he, he gets the fucking whatever... Oh, what is it? Rocky Mountain oysters. He just fucking knocks back plate after plate. And they're like, you just ate the fucking record, you know, fucking bull testicles or whatever. But counterfeit nuts sounds awesome. Hundred dollar bill. They they could have worded that so much better. Like I was so interested in there being like a a money ring of fake bull nuts, you know, being sent out to customers, paying top dollar for like Kentucky blue fed. Fucking bulls and just getting just mashed tofu. I just, can't, I just can't get over the name of the restaurant, Bill and Ted's Nut House. Or Nut House. So they, either, they either got peanuts or shit's about to get really fucking weird. You got both. And I, I'm with vendors in the fact that I'm disappointed. I thought someone was going to come out and literally be like, attention, everyone. Uh, we have found some counterfeit testicles. Please do not go to the Nut House. <laughs> You know, like, I thought there'd be some, like, cool thing that would come out of it and not counterfeit bills. Yeah, like, so think of, like, those old-school New York headlines where, the, where they, like, they have just such great word alliteration for, like, fake testicles. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of one, but goddamn, I would love one. <laughs> I got one more story before we get out of here on this, um, is it fucking Saturday today? Yeah, okay. It's Saturday. Uh, so, sex robots... Replicas that mimic partners' personalities using AI could hit the market. Sex robots that mimic a partner's personality and come out with the same responses could be created. Manufacturer Real Doll, which is based in San Marcos, California, California, in the U.S., produces a range of models with artificial intelligence capabilities. Its more advanced sex robots are equipped with an X mode, an inbuilt system that allows them to formulate responses and develop their own personalities. Each customer can adjust their character post-purchase and are able to emphasize certain characteristics, including affection, insecurity, and intellect. <laughs> Babe, what do you mean we're getting a divorce? How is he better than me? Okay, X mode. <laughs> Like, is it like the letter X or is it like taking on yeah. the persona of like a former lover? Oh, I, God. I, why? Well, that's what I heard of when I heard insecurities. I was like, oh, no. How messed up are you that you want sure. the insecurities of someone? Okay, so so what if it's like, so, God, Wait, this look is, I'm so thing. lost what's in this. What's an actual what's picture of what's fuck is that? What's funny is it's, it's being bred in California. So in California... Um, 
when Will Smith comes to California and fucking takes down the robot empire again. Um, that's fucking this awful. summer. I am legend gets a reboot porn edition. <laughs> <laughs> Lovers quarrel. I robot. Jesus. Um, also whose personality, Who, whose personality would you have it? Like, is it the personality of your, your, your significant other and you're just having a second version of them that's like this one actually likes sports so i'm cooler <laughs> with them than i am with you you know like, like what per- like are you can you like input personalities to this like no we don't fuck we i actually she's like no one watches hockey down here so she's like my fan you know like we watch the games together like who who is this for? Like I got the perfect lady for you, Bender. She's like every time there's a scrum in the in in the game, she just says, "Oh, they're getting a little pissy. <laughs> they're yeah, getting like, a little pissy." <laughs> oh man! Like oh, God. I can I can see like like a Lonely Hearts um, movie theater having these in like every other seat, so like you can go in on like Valentine's Day and, and like not feel alone watching some shitty like fucking. Uh, I don't know, uh, a rom-com. Definitely in like Japan when they have on Valentine's Day, they have the fucking stuffed teddy bears on the other side of the seat in restaurants for people that are single. Yeah, no, it's just a plastic fuck doll now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this time we're bringing in Deborah. It's like the back, the back, her back. It's like you open the, the back of the dress a bit. It's like an iPad and you can just input like the fucking conversation you want to have with her. Like my topics today are sports, um, the most current Will Pharrell film, fucking uh, office quotes. So this bitch is just fucking saying Kevin stuff like the entire. I'm like, let's get another, uh, let's get another bottle of fucking red. I'm really enjoying tonight. You know? <laughs> Every Dwight Schrute fucking quote in the entire office series. <laughs> Man, when we said this show was gonna go off the rails, boy, did we fucking nail it. This is what happens when you have no script. You have no idea what you're going to talk about. Maybe the watermelons were laced with something. Maybe that's what we. Maybe that's what, what what's going on here. Is whatever watermelons we decide to eat. Because we've gone. Well, I don't even know. I don't even. Know, I don't even know what's happening right now. Well, I mean, can you? Can you? Come on, Richie. That last one. There's so many possibilities for it. We don't know if it's women buying this for their men because they don't want to have sex with them. If it's uh what benders is saying people just need companions we also don't know if they would actually make it the personality of their significant other because if they could still have sex with their significant other when they just have sex with them then the stall so then what are you getting the stall for there's so many questions here you asked like the most open-ended question richie opening up pandora's box of sex yes richie you got another one uh, yes, I got, I think I got one more here. I got one more. Uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> this is good. So Saturday, today, ah. I'm not mistaken. I'm not mistaken. <laughs> it's, oh, uh, that was perfect. That's his, that's his excited noise. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, super, it's like National Superman Day today, and I thought this was great. Um, a comedian dressed as Superman was hit by a bus. During a miscalculated stunt on May 30th, uh, he goes by the name Super- Superman, was struck by the vehicle in a Brazilian municipality uh, where he attempted to film himself 
pretending to stop it. The 35-year-old presenter styled out the mishap as he calmly walked, saying, now I see I really am the man of steel. There's an actual video of this. Footage shows the man of steel confidently standing dressed head to toe in classic red and blue Superman outfit as he filmed himself trying to prove his super strength by mimicking halting a bus with his hand. The man confidently stood in the middle of the road holding a microphone and the bus collided with him <laughs> and, <laughs> and knocked him down. Uh, knocked he's okay. Down. Yeah. Could you imagine just like a four-year-old boy or a five-year-old boy whose entire idol is Superman? He's like, he's going to stop the bus and just gets absolutely gets fucking hammered. <laughs> and he's like, Mom, the I tan- like Spider-Man now. The tannest Superman in the world just gets waxed by fucking a uh, boss. Jesus. <laughs> I love how they. I, I was I was expecting it to be like, uh, like the word went instead of uh, goes by or whatever. Like he went by Superman, but you know, like after colliding with a boss, he's no longer with us. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's fine. He's perfectly fine. I'm, I'm, uh, how? Well, if he would have died, could you imagine that kid, Nick? Like literally, I like I love Spider or Spider Man, Superman, and then he like dies. That that kid would be wrecked for the rest of his life. I'll have scarred for three hundred, Alex. Thank you. <laughs> scarred for fucking life. Oh no, there goes Henry Cable. Like I guess we're not getting a Witcher two on Netflix anymore. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck. <laughs> All right, everybody, we've been going for over an hour now. We've touched on pretty much everything at this point you could think of. It's been a ridiculous show. Thank you to uh, Nick and Benders for joining us here. Uh, Benders, quickly, before we really, really go, uh, congratulations to the Montreal Canadiens on making it to the Stanley Cup semifinal, the conference final, I guess is what we're calling it. Um, I am rooting for them against the Golden Knights, personally, uh, Corey and I, and Nick, too. All of us cannot stand the Golden Knights and their fucking fans. Called them out before, and I will, I, will do, I will do it again. They're the whiniest fucking fan base in the NHL, hands down. The guys from Vegas Nightly even agreed with me. They agree with me. So good luck, Benders, the Canadians. We're rooting for you. Um, I just ask in return that you throw all of your support behind the Phoenix Suns in the NBA playoffs this year, too. Why not? i it's been so long since I've watched basketball, but uh, why not? Fuck yeah, I, I love just about everything Arizona now. So why not? Uh, why not go? What do they? They have the the Valley shirts or whatever. That's their. I, I, I'll back them. I don't give a fuck. That's fine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they did a great job. Saying it. I love uh, I love underdog stories, man. And I feel like that's that's us. Someone posted like everybody had like. Upwards of 79-plus points. We had, like, 59 going into playoffs. But, I mean, we're like L.A. in, what, fucking 2010? You know, shittiest team going in, fucking disrupting everybody. So, we'll see. Uh, I think me and Mason both agree. We, we didn't expect to get this far. So, every every game past that win or lose, we're like, well, we, they've already exceeded our expectations. So, like, I can't be mad at this team, I can only be more proud or excited. Are you excited to see them play a team that's not Canadian for once? 100%. Like, uh, the, this team that everybody shit on is fucking going to play the only the, the only Canadian team to play a U.S. team in this year. It's going to be us. Fucking Toronto's still getting played. 
They got like the fucking uh, the Canadians flag hanging out there. They had it up. The lights going off at CN Tower. That shit was awesome. I'm so excited. Uh, <laughs> I wish I could go to Vegas to watch the game, but I, I'm not. I'm so good on that, especially after what they did to those those uh, Avalanche God, seeds everywhere. Avalanche fans. Um, don't know if I'm in that. All right, I, I, uh, you know, I said I'm gonna buy a Nick Suzuki jersey if they knock off Vegas in the semifinal round. Uh, semifinal round. So, I'm a man of my word. I will buy a Nick motherfucking Suzuki jersey oh, when yeah. that happens. So I'm ready. Yeah. All right, thanks yeah. for the support, y'all. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, uh, Nick, go ahead and let everybody here uh, that's still watching us, if they're listening to the audio version, whatever they may be doing, where can they uh, find you on the Twitters and Instagrams, and and how they can listen to the. Um, the uh, Sharks podcast, Dick Hungry. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Nick Floor underscore. Uh, it's not just hockey. It's a bunch of random bullshit. But if you want to also follow the podcast, it's at Stick Hungry Pod. Benders, how can the people follow you? And, of course, uh, you and Mason on the show. Yeah, uh, you can find me at Bayou Benders uh, on Twitter. Also, our show is at Habs Nightly. And we're, for the most part, strictly Twitter now. <laughs> As 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 you should be, Mason. That guy's a shit starter. He's like all of fifteen years old, but knows how to, like shit shit disturber in in residence at the Hockey Podcast Network. So once again, thanks guys for joining us here on the show. It's been a blast. Uh, maybe we'll do this again at some point. Uh, we really appreciate you. I'm glad you guys enjoyed the mustard on your watermelon as much as I did, and uh, we will talk to you guys down the road. See you guys. Take care. There you go, Corey. That's uh, Nick and Benders joining us here for an hour as we quickly wrap up the show. We've been going for over an hour already, so this is we should probably wrap this up pretty quickly. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a big celebration. It's the time that we can go over an hour, so, you know. Yeah, that's why we did this. It's four years since starting the show again, um, and it's been, uh, it's been fun doing it. It's been fun joining the Hockey Podcast Network for the last two seasons. And, of course, uh, more ahead, so... By the way, I hope my internet held up fine. We had people commenting and everything. It seems like everything went off without a hitch, so I'm glad everything worked okay. And um, as we do every time, do you have any last words before we say goodbye, Corey? Your internet was great, and I I thank the internet gods for that one um, because I was exhausted with your internet before. So this was a whole other world, and I appreciate that. And thank you to Benders and to Nick for coming on. You guys are so much fun. Um, you know, there's not a ton of us OGs left on THPN. So it's nice to be able to get on here and, and celebrate our four years with two of our favorites from the network. So. Absolutely. Thanks again for uh, joining us here on the show. Uh, make sure to follow us at Corey underscore Richie show on Twitter at Corey Richie show on Instagram, follow the network at hockey pod net. And of course, DraftKings promo code THPN. Thanks again for watching. It's been a blast. You hope you had as much fun as we did doing this for the last hour. Plus we will talk to you again soon until next time. Good night and good hockey, everybody.